Hi, and welcome back to the HSP Connection with me, Robbie Lee. And me, Philippa Robinson. This is where we share our stories, insights, and strategies to help fellow highly sensitive people navigate their own path to live a fulfilling and meaningful life. We are on a mission to reclaim the word sensitive and help the world see the strength in sensitivity. Philippa, not only what are we talking about today, but who are we talking with today? We've got someone else joining us. We do. We do. Today, Robbie, we have the wonderful Jen Corcoran with us. Uh, Jen, um, so I've known Jen a little bit for a while. You came on my previous podcast, uh, Jen, didn't you? And we have recently, you and I, Robbie, we were speakers on the HSP Awakening Summit that was organized by Jen and Josh, who's also been on the podcast. So um, it's great pleasure to introduce Jen to the HSP Connection um, uh, audience. Hi. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. I'm excited to chat to you both. And uh, this is my third three-way podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, it's interesting. And Robin and I have talked about doing it three-way. And um, yeah, it's just a different dynamic than doing it two-way. So um, yeah, yeah, all good. It it is what it is and it's what it's meant to be. So we invited you here today. So thank you very much for coming because we were really interested to talk to you about your business and what you do, and how that has all changed since you were you discovered you um, are a highly sensitive person. Um, because yeah. I just think it's going to be really helpful. To, it's going to be really helpful for us, for a start. <laughs> and it's going to be really helpful for other people uh, listening. Because I should imagine that what you're going to share actually probably relates to life as well as business. But we are really interested in how things have changed for you. So, um yeah, over to you. Yeah, I think so. I discovered I was HSP about two years ago. Um, I'm 49 now, nearly 50, 50 in it, 50 in a month or so. Ah, so um, quite late to discovering it, but it just was like a light bulb of my whole life today. Kind of going, ah, oh, that's why I'm like this because I think for most of my life I was surrounded by non-HSPs so you end up thinking you're you're the weirdo mm, absolutely <laughs> yes, so yes. exactly or masking like so I, I I masked for a lot of my life and then I discovered that and then it was like I think just delving into it I got really excited about the fact that there was a type of it was a trait really that I had and you know other people had it. I got really excited when I saw like 20 to 30% have it because I thought, well, maybe 1% is like me. I'm a bit of a, you know, and then I was like, oh my God, there's all these other people out there. So I know in my business, the first thing was really to connect with other HSPs who were out there, people like Josh that you mentioned and coaches online and just learn a bit more about well, okay, I'm this thing, but what the hell does it mean? And what are the positives? Because we always hear, you know, the negatives or, oh, don't be too sensitive. And, you know, we've all heard things all our whole life. 
And um, yeah, I didn't necessarily feel sensitivity was a, an amazing thing. I do now. Um, but yeah, just from listening to other people, I wanted to reframe the narrative. And I think, yeah, the first thing was surround myself with more HSPs. And I started to feel more relaxed. And it's like, oh, here are my people. And then I think just be kinder to myself because I had been trying to live the non-HSP for so long. And then it explained why I had burned out in my corporate career and why I frequently was knackered in my business. <laughs> so I think since then, I've kind of changed my schedule, my diary. I try to give myself longer breaks, you know, especially if I've networked or done a webinar, whereas before I kind of like just forced myself to keep going, you know, just that kind of hustle mentality. And now I'm like, no, I need to rest. And I definitely need to rest as a HSP. You know, it wasn't that I was this weirdo <laughs> that, you know, just got totally overwhelmed all the time. You know, I think it's just becoming more in tune with my body. So, yeah, like my my calendar is totally different. And I try to only work with clients like three days a week because I just energetically can't really do it five days. It just takes a lot out of me doing consultancy. So, yeah, I've just got a nicer calendar. And luckily, I'm attracting more like minds, I've changed my niche to, to target really empaths, HSPs and introverts. So I'm kind of targeting more of my people. So when I work with them, it's just more of a joyful experience because I know I can fast track them because I've learned the hard way. <laughs> I've learned, you know, the, the non-HSP way, the HSP way. So I've kind of taken bits from everything. But yeah, I would say, yeah, the main change is just my diary my calendar and just making it work for me and not feeling guilty that I need time off and realizing it is vital it is not a luxury <laughs> it's just it has to be factored in yeah oh my gosh yes <laughs> do you want so to relatable yeah yeah oh my and I mean what you were saying about having space in your calendar is absolutely something I've talked about on the podcast too and it you know in the non-HSP world, we hear about that hustle culture and you got to go and do and capitalism. It's like, go, go, do, do, five more, more, more. And it's not great for our systems, right? And um, I, a lot, uh, Philippa has talked about um, having her crash and I crashed and you're talking about a burnout. Like it's so common for us because we're trying to do what the system is telling us and it's not really aligned with our own systems. I love what you're saying about creating that space and it's necessary, creating that necessary space and not having to feel guilty about it at all. It's just like, this is part of what I need to do so that I can show up beautifully for these clients that I have. Yeah, exactly. Because you won't show up as your best self and then you'll resent your clients and, you know, it'll just snowball. So yeah, just being kinder to yourself. And I think you've, you've sparked me there. Um, Thinking back two years ago, I was running a group program because everyone was saying, run a group program, <laughs> scale, do this, do that. And I did it and it wasn't massive, but deep down, it just didn't feel aligned. And I felt like a bit of a failure because everyone was like doing group programs. I was like, why does it not really work for me? Mm -hmm. And I, I, like, I kind of knew at the time it was because I wanted to give everyone individual attention as 
an empath because I want to help them all. And I felt like I was letting them down on group calls when I'd only do, you know, five, 10 minutes here or there. So yeah, since then, I like shifted my model and I'm completely one-to-one and I feel much better. Whereas the, the main kind of thing would be like, build, scale, have a million clients, have, you know, it's not even six figures anymore. Everyone's talking about seven, eight, nine figures. <laughs> like, and there's nothing wrong with money. Don't get me wrong, but it's like I'm not driven by that, and I'm just happy to do one to one and do the capacity that I can physically do at my best. And I don't feel I have to have five million clients <laughs> to be successful. I I love that because that 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 message I really love because it does go against a lot of what we hear about entrepreneurs and certainly coaches or anybody working in the online one-to-one one-to-many space that it's like yes everyone starts off one-to-one and then you know you should scale and go to a group but what you're talking about is is well what really aligns with you and I love that you tried I mean we I'm pretty sure we all end up doing this we try all sorts and what is it that 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 lands or we learn what we don't like so you ran a group program you didn't like it and you took the time to work out what it was you didn't like and that was because you wanted to give them all more attention so you know what is aligned for you is one-to-one where they do get your attention and you can really help them in a way that is meaningful to them and they can make great progress and that is what is meaningful to you brilliant and that's what you do I love it yeah it's funny because the people who did the group prop they all loved it yeah of course they did (laughs) it was terrible but I just didn't feel like connected to it and I just hated the whole launching of it as well like Mm. the whole five-day challenge or three-day I just that it just was so relentless and so exhausting and it just yeah it just didn't feel like me you know, and it, yeah, it just took up too much energy, you know. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of shoulds out there. And I think most of my clients are five figure, six figure. And that's it. Like, they're not going for seven, eight, nine. <laughs> I had a lady on the sales call yesterday and she was like looking to eight and nine figures. And I was like, how have you come to me? <laughs> like, you know, I know I'm good, but, you know, I'm not at that level. And I actually don't want to be at that level, you know. <laughs> Well, you know, she sees something, you know, you, you know a lot. I mean, you're a LinkedIn. Well, it says on your thing, LinkedIn trainer. I know you know about all things LinkedIn. Sorry, I probably should have asked you at the, that, that, the beginning. Just just tell us what it is that you do. Oh, don't worry. So it's it's because cons- we know each other from the I summit. know it is. I just jumped straight in. Sorry. <laughs> I've done that before myself. I've gone on lives. I've forgotten to introduce who I am. So don't worry about it. So um, I'm a LinkedIn consultant and primarily for female entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants and creatives. And usually they're introverted empaths or HSPs. I said, if I have to pick one thing I love working with is an empath. <laughs> somebody who's kind and a giver so it's 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 really about helping people to leverage LinkedIn according to their energy as well and not do all the shunts like you need to send five million DMs and you need to post 50 million times it's, it's about finding a strategy that is simple and effective and not gonna drain the life out of you <laughs> but still get your leads amazing and yes. you you've learned that I mean you're kind of uh, as in 
you learned all about LinkedIn for your own benefit in, you know, a pre, in your corporate work life, didn't you? And then you've just learned more and more. And now you, you know, all, all things there are to know about LinkedIn and you teach other people how to leverage it. I do. I think, I think when you learn, when I learned it in corporate, obviously it's less pressure when you're an employee. And I was just like, oh, this is an amazing tool for me. And I don't need to leave the house. I don't need to get dressed. I can connect to people all around the world and it can help me in my career. And then when I, you know, became a business owner, it was like, oh, I love LinkedIn. And then it was a bit like, oh, shit, I have to learn about social selling. <laughs> That's a different kind of aspect to, to it. So I think when I launched in business, as much as I studied LinkedIn, the tech side and I had qualifications and everything, I didn't know the selling side or social selling, you know. Uh, you know, so that was new stuff I had to learn and and selling that felt aligned <laughs> again as a HSP. So I couldn't go in with a lot of the, the sales talk out there. It just didn't resonate, you know, it just had to find the right sales coach for me then as well. Because, yeah, it just as, as Robbie said, you know, you have to feel connected and aligned because if you're not, it's just, yeah, it just feels gross. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's a minefield finding the right people to help you, isn't it? Because um, I'm yes, sure we've all we've all worked with people who are like, oh, God, perhaps shouldn't have done this. But you only I mean, yes, you can have a connection call or a chemistry call or whatever you want to call it. But until you're actually working with them, you can't really know, I think. And by then you're in it. So you've just got to get out of it what you can, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. I've taken lots from people, even if we weren't like 100% aligned. I've kind of just taken the things that resonated with me. Yeah. And I suppose it's just cool to know their approach, mm. you know. But, um, yeah, like like you say, you get on calls with people and then, you know, I've, I've had two <laughs> former coaches who, probably looking back now, are sociopaths slash narcissists, <laughs> but they're very good. <laughs> in the act you know on the webinar and I remember thinking one is she pretending to cry and then thinking no no she couldn't be but now I know yes trust your intuition she was <laughs> you know so yeah there are lots of sharks out there and wolves in sheep's clothing um actually one of them fate now I think they both feign sensitivity but they are uh, certainly were not HSPs <laughs> but they were pretending to be HSPs to get the clients that's wow. really interesting because I was on a coaching program, not the one that um, I met Robbie on. Um, and there was somebody on there who tried, who connected with me afterwards and we were in contact for a little while. And um, she definitely said she was an HSP and she wasn't an HSP in the right. end. I soon found, I found out the hard way that she absolutely wasn't an HSP. And um, yeah, it, I mean, I, I was going to say, you know, that's the coaching industry for you. I think it's any industry because actually I think there's a lot of lawyers that, well, you know, because that was my previous and is still sort of my side profession that, um, you know, there's nice people and lovely people and not so nice people. So that's just life really, isn't it? Yeah. You know, Jen, I love what you keep talking about is like something being in alignment with you and trusting your own intuition because there are, there just is so much information that's coming at us about what you should do, all the shoulds, like you mentioned, all the shoulds. And those can really play in our minds, you know, oh, I should be doing, I should be doing. And really the juice comes when we can really quiet that and check in with ourselves and say, is, is, does this really feel right for me? 
Yeah. You know, having that check-in. Yeah. Exactly, because I know um, one of the coaches that I'm mentioning, disparaging, but one of them on the sales call, I, I said, um, I'm not sure if this is going to work because I'm a HP and I'm sensitive. And she was like, no, no, you'd be fine. And it was like the way she approached it was kind of like yeah you can do it and I was like yeah I know I can do it but it's like you say but is it going to feel aligned <laughs> you know yes. so she just didn't get and she was like oh I'm sensitive myself and she kind of went in but yeah she she didn't have a clue what HSP is so which is why it's so amazing to be on this podcast and that you've created it because clearly we need to get more knowledge out there about what the hell it is <laughs> it's not just a buzzword you know? yeah well, and that was that's the magic of the summit that you created for all of us. I mean, we've had so many people come to us and dis- they discovered they were an HSP because of listening to talks from you the summit. So, I mean, I just think it's great the way that you are spreading this awareness out in the world. It really is a gift. Oh, thank you. And I think on LinkedIn, we need more HSP voices. Just to make it, I don't know, just a more balanced place because there is a lot of hustle and <laughs> hype on there. And I'm like, let's just bring some other like perceptions into, <laughs> into the mix and have some deeper conversations. And, you know, and I, I know personally when I connect with any kind of HSP, the DMs are nice. And lots of people talking about spammy DMs. I'm thinking it's probably not a HSP you're chatting to because when you are chatting to good people, you get a little conversation going and it's not something you need it's not a strategy (laughs) it's just something that will flow you know so yeah it's definitely enriched my life on LinkedIn and yeah I just want to get people speaking up and feeling brave that they can speak up on there and because yeah we deserve to have a voice and we have a lot of wisdom and intelligence that needs to be listened to (laughs) I love that yeah you're absolutely right and you know you are you know you've recently put me in touch with somebody else who is probably going to come who is going to come on the podcast and you know you are you know you are known your company is the super connector and um you know connection is really important to us as hsps and you use that that is a real strength of yours because you are you know it's so selfless really you don't make all these connections and keep them to yourself for what you for what they can give you you're busy connecting, you know, lots of other people all the time and you are wonderful at it. And that's a real strength because not everybody can do that. I love it, to be honest. Just, it's just the way my brain works. So when I'm having a conversation, if you spark something, I'm, it's just going off in tangent, <laughs> you know. So it's, yeah, I just can't not do it. I will automatically think of connections. And if it's people, then I'm happy to introduce, you know, especially... Yeah. Is is it is a Nina you're chatting about? Yeah, yeah. Actually, she's another HSP. So I'm like, absolutely, we need to get all the HSPs like hanging out with each other and have this little HSP massive. <laughs> yeah, because there is something about when you connect with another HSP. I mean, yes. Yeah, so I, I I met her here on Zoom earlier this week, and it was like we were just straight off into a conversation. There's none of that awkward sort of, mm, uh, you, you know, it's just it just flows and it was just really easy and it's like we've known each other for ages we were straight in there the deep conversation um because that is what we as hsps love and yearn for and want more of and you know we're good at we're good at connecting on that deep level because that's what we want yeah 
Yeah, exactly. We're we're nosy and curious. <laughs> yeah, and it we need it. It nurtures our soul. We need like our soul doesn't want the. I mean, we can we can talk about the weather, but you know, we we want the we want we want to know. It's funny because I think we all perhaps want to know something different, and that's what Robbie and I learned, isn't it, on our course? But you know, I want to know what 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 really lights me up is I love to know like what people have experienced in the past and how it's made them who they are now. That's what really lights me up, and it will be something slight. You know, it'll be something slightly different for everybody but you you don't get that with you know surface yeah. level chit chat yeah exactly exactly our hsps unite so. yeah exactly <laughs> we we rock we rock yes yeah was there any, robbie is there anything coming up for you before i just sort of take us on a slight tangent tangent away my friend so i was going to ask you jen because i know i've heard you speak about this before and i haven't it's not going to be a surprise to you, don't worry, when I ask you. Um, um, and I've heard you talking about it before, but I think it would be really helpful for you to tell us a little bit about how LinkedIn is great for HSPs and why you are so so much of an advocate for it, for HSPs. Yeah, um, I think because it's online, you don't need to leave the house. <laughs> you don't need... <laughs> dressed um I do find I'm better on it when I am dressed well because <laughs> you get more into that mindset you know so yeah. I pandemic days we've all had dodgy days I think I know I had a few uh, pajama bottom days on, on zoom in the pandemic <laughs> but I think yeah when I'm in when I'm dressed I'm definitely better but uh, I love that you can create relationships with anyone around the world it doesn't have to just be in your local town um, I'm a big fan of time blocking because as much as I love LinkedIn, I don't want to spend the whole day on it and fall down a rabbit hole. So I like advocate half an hour a day. Like that's it. You don't I hear some people and they're like, oh, I'm on there four hours. <laughs> How horrendous. It's like it's a tool, it's not the be all and end all. So I think we can manage our energy on it. And even with my clients, I, I think they can leverage it in 90 minutes a week. So if they want, they can have two days off or they can do it all in one go. Um, but I think it's it's just a great platform because you've got like a billion people on it and they tend to be the senior decision makers. So you've got like a lot of, you know, CEOs, founders, um, just people are in a bit more of a serious mindset on it. That doesn't mean it has to be serious and stuffy because I know a lot of people get blocked thinking, oh, it's the professional one and they get imposter syndrome and they don't know what to say. And it can be a great fun space. It's just the secret is just, being yourself and I think so many people go on it and just mask and then of course it is serious because you're putting on a mask and a persona and of course you hate it because you're acting <laughs> and you're not in alignment so I think when you're just yourself and you write the way you speak and you send messages the way you speak it's just nice you, you know and you can just make these great connections. So obviously, we've all connected on, on LinkedIn. It's led to this lovely podcast today, my summit, you know, the podcast, you know. There are just so many amazing opportunities on there, you know, especially for business owners, for collaboration, for partnerships. It doesn't always have to be like targeting, seeking out your ideal client the whole time, because, you know, there are other ways you can 
reach them, you know, through like a podcast like this, you get exposure to a bigger audience. But you can make friends on LinkedIn as well. Like I didn't go on LinkedIn thinking, oh, I want loads of friends, but I have made friends through it. So I think if you're willing to put in the time, like any networking and have conversations and see where they go, it's it's a great place. Um, and I think for HSPs, yeah, just find people who are interesting to you. You know, like, like we were saying, we like that depth of conversation. So think to yourself, why are your hobbies? It doesn't have to be all about your business as well. Like, who do you admire? Like, what speakers or trainers out there do you love? You know, see if they're on LinkedIn and be brave and reach out because you can connect to so many amazing people if you're just willing to put yourself out there. And I think so many people block themselves. Oh, I'm not good enough. And it's like, you are good enough. Everyone deserves a voice. There's pretty much no original thought <laughs> anyway in the world but there is your like like you were saying um Robbie there is your uh, original story there is your take your opinion is you know your life experience is original so why not put that out there in the mix and if you can help other people amazing you know um but yeah I, I love it I was on all the other platforms I used to be a Facebook trainer and an Instagram trainer I was with your trainer, but I just, yeah, I just felt on all the time. And as much as I love connecting, I was like, oh my God, I'm not in alignment with these other platforms anymore. And LinkedIn is the one for me where I don't need to show up all the time. I don't need to post relentlessly. I don't even need to post if I don't want to, as long as I'm connecting and having chats behind the scenes. So yeah, it's just a case of figuring out what you like and then doing that so if you're someone who likes video make video if you like audio you can do audio on linkedin if you like writing right away <laughs> so it's kind of about learning to work for you and if you want a small network have a small network if you want a bigger one have a bigger one <laughs> you know so it's kind of you know using it the way that you want to and i think so many people allow linkedin to kind of they have a passive approach and then they allow other people to shape their network. And that to me is just so hideous. You know, if I connected with all the spammy people who wanted to connect with me, I would absolutely hate it. But when I think you're intentional and you reach out to interesting people and then you start connecting with them, your whole experience on LinkedIn changes. I know even in the last two years, connecting to HSPs, I've collected, connected to a lot of coaches and a lot of like intuitive experts and even people, in, you know, involved in like human design. And my feed has become a lot more spiritual and a bit woo and I love it. It's just, it's so much more interesting to me than it was before, you know, before it was all that seven, eight, nine figure or <laughs> And it's like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm over the kind of the hyped up bro marketing feed. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I love what you're saying about how intentional you can be on LinkedIn and how you can use it in a way that is aligned with you. Because for me, I get very overwhelmed on social media. And so I have just like, I'm not on Facebook. I don't do, do Instagram. I don't do Twitter. And I love what you're saying too about how we don't have to be on LinkedIn all the time. It can be 30 minutes a day or 90 minutes a week like that. For someone like me who does get into the overwhelm, that feels very freeing. It's like, oh, there's a path forward for me to still use this tool really well, 
without feeling that overwhelm. That's huge. That's really great. Yeah, because you honestly, I get overwhelmed as well. So you really have to manage your energy and make it work for you. And having like three nice little conversations a day on LinkedIn, even if it took you 10 minutes, that is powerful stuff. If you're having that compound effect, as opposed to reaching out to 50 people or 100 DMs, it's like you're not going to remember anyone and it's going to be absolutely horrendous experience for you anyway. You know, um, when I go on LinkedIn, I like to like whack on my favorite music, whether I'm just listening to the radio or could be cheesy shit like BGs, just get in a good state and send the messages. And I know I'm coming from a good place. And I think as HSPs, we obviously we can be sensitive to things. And at the start, when I was first on LinkedIn, I was different obviously I'm super into it now and my mindset has massively changed but at the start you know I was like I did overthink messages I agonized whether to accept or ignore should I should I not now I don't even think about it I'm like if somebody looks a bit dodgy or spammy it's like no and it's my network and I'm not going to feel bad but at the start I did I was like oh I feel really mean I should have you know now I'm like no no you know it's all of our like individuals networks and you have to kind of make it work for you and if it's going to be full of people that don't light you up or you're going to forget them like there's no point having them in there so yeah now I'm quite not ruthless but (laughs) a little bit more ruthless and yeah for me LinkedIn is like email like I I love Outlook as well like I I probably love my Outlook as much as my uh, LinkedIn if not more (laughs) but they're only tools do you know what I mean they're only communication tools so I'm not going to spend all day we want to be on with our clients you know, or our families and friends, we don't want to be on these tools all day. So as much as I love LinkedIn, um, I don't want to be on it all day. <laughs> I love that. It's so refreshing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like I just use it smartly. Like if you use it strategically, intentionally, because I think so many people just on it and they've no strategy, they're spray and pray and then they're falling down the rabbit hole, they're on there for hours and they don't know what they've done. And it's like, oh, that's not making the best of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. And um I, I know because I, I've started showing up a lot more on LinkedIn. And I I mean I I wasn't on a social media anywhere at all, nowhere at all until four years ago. Four years, three years ago. No, I I knew it wasn't going to be good for my mental health. So I never joined Facebook, which is what you know, a woman of my age, one would expect to find me on with lots of friends on or with friends on Facebook. Um I joined Instagram originally and I kind of didn't mind Instagram, but it did feel like I was shouting into the void. But through connecting with you on LinkedIn, I've connected with lots of other wonderful HSPs. And actually, it it feels like a nice place to be, you know, that there are things in my feed that I want to see. There are still things in there that I don't want to see. But, you know, there is there is a reason there is something good that comes. There's always something interesting. Yeah. Um, I didn't have that whole, oh, I used to do this and those are, and now I've changed, which I know is how you feel a little bit, Robbie, isn't it? That you have, you, you know, you have um, uh, followers and things on and connections on LinkedIn from before. And it's like, how do you switch, you, you know, that switch from that's what I was doing. This is what I am doing. Ah, what's everybody going to think? So I didn't have any of that. So I literally have started from scratch. 
And I was very much, I think it was hearing you that made me think, oh, maybe I'll give it a go. Because I did think it was all going to be very professional and who's going to want to hear me? Because my main thing is I just like telling my story because I would I want other people to hear it and feel like they're not alone if yeah. they're going if they're going through something similar. And I was thinking there's no place for that on LinkedIn, but it turns out there is. Um, <laughs> and you know, I quite happily share my my story and I talk about all sorts of all sorts of stuff and there's often a spiritual sort of like message going on in there I'm talking about trauma I'm talking about being highly sensitive I talk about going cold swimming I talk about all sorts and it's just yeah the ramblings of Philippa Robinson's brain and that's sort of all my actually my heart more than my brain um but it it has been really interesting and I don't feel the same um I don't feel like I'm shouting into a void, but also I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't feel as much pressure. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. I love that you said that because I think that's probably the attitude I always had from the start. Like, it's just a tool. Why are they all overthinking? Yeah. Just gone on it. And it's like, I think if everyone could re- click that in their brain, they they would just look at it differently and get on with it differently. Um, but yeah, like... Uh, but I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> but, uh, but yes, it's not just us. Yes. <laughs> brain are kicking in. Sorry, ladies, but um, well, it'll come back to me. It'll come back to me. <laughs> this happens to us frequently, so you're in good company, Jen. <laughs> yeah, it does. All very yeah. 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 Because you're you're not you're still not sure about LinkedIn, are you, Robbie? Or are you now? I don't know. Well, it's not. Don't mean to put you on the spot. Sorry, but. Yeah, I don't know if it's the tool or if it's just my, like Jen is talking about, like my relationship to the tools in general. And this Mm. is one of those, like I've slowly been making that mind shift, but it hasn't totally shifted. Like I still get on there and I feel the pull of like, oh, these people have reached out and now it's just like, I've got to address them and maybe I don't feel like it. And then, but then I cross, just click the cross. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to manage for myself. It's like giving myself permission to be like, Nope. And then just done. Click on them and find out who they are. And then if you don't like them, click the cross. That's what I do. I mean, I click the cross more than I click the tick. Yeah. It honestly feels sometimes to me, it's like if a stranger is ringing my doorbell, which don't do that. If you don't know me, don't come to my house. Is what yeah. I'm saying. Don't give me give me a heads up first. So it, it's a little bit of that feeling, and I'm I'm still in the process of retraining my brain mm. to be like I don't have to engage with anyone I don't want to. I can just click people off. Yeah, but, yeah. You know I'm better you know at that. it than I used to be, but I'm still a little bit in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. You know that mama bear that you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so that mama bear needs to just go. Go away. F off. Yeah, F <laughs> off, basically. You've come to my door without me asking. So no, yeah. no, 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 no. And yeah. um, yeah. and protect your yeah. and protect your little bit of LinkedIn, maybe. Yeah. Because like uh, obviously people will be targeting people on there. So yeah. coaches. Somebody might have put in a filter a coach and they're reaching out and a surprise, surprise. All the time. Have coaches to reach seven figures or eight figures. <laughs> so yeah. you can tell who's going to be selling to you anyway from their headline mm-hmm. um but i think hsps we do like a personalized connection request i don't like non-personalized because it let it leaves you questioning why you know and it's like just tell me hey you know i listen to your podcast 
you would connect with them straight away. It yeah. takes away, you know, but when you, you don't take the time to personalize, you're leaving us questioning and, it, you know, it, it can lead to whatever, overwhelm, doubt, whatever. But sometimes it's annoying because obviously so I, I will reach out to people and if they look interesting, I will connect with them. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, and sometimes they are amazing people. They'll say, ah, oh, or, or they connect to my clients. And I'm like, oh, lovely. I want to chat to you, you know. But for the most part, when they don't, there tends to be that kind of a sales thing. You connect and then suddenly it's, let's hop on a call or let's connect for half an hour. And I'm like, oh, I don't even know who you are. Like, like you said, <laughs> Robbie, that person knocking on the door. Why the hell would I want to have a cup of, you know, cup of tea with you for half an hour? We've just met like, it's like, let's build up to it, you know. But I think it's just... Sadly, there is a bit too much of that wham bam, you know, kind of thank you, ma'am approach, like just way too quick. But uh, yeah, I do delete off a lot of people who don't personalize. If if they've made me question it, I just think, oh, sod it. <laughs> but I didn't used to, Robbie. I used to be like, no, oh, should I, should I not, whatever, you know. And I actually queue people up now. So I don't look at that every day and I used to like always look at that section now I'm like I'll get to you when I get to you if you can't be asked <laughs> to tell me why you want to connect with me I get it the only time I'll make the exception is if I've done a webinar and I get a flurry after it I know they've all been on the webinar so that's fair enough I let them off but in general no they can wait or they can be deleted <laughs> I like that. That's that's helpful for me to hear. Yeah, <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And, and can I just ask you, can you can you I mean I'm sure you can. I've not tried yet. Delete people off like your connections or your followers. Oh, you can. You can yeah. absolutely. And remember nobody gets notified either, you know. They're not going to go, "Oh, Philippa has cancelled me off." As right. It'll only be in the future if they're nosy, you know, or they're reaching out to you. They might be like, "Oh, we're not connected. I thought we were connected." And yeah. and it, you can get out of that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I don't know how that happened. I think that's something that would serve me too, just kind of go through and be like, for who I am right now, it's like you were talking about, connect to the people I'm really interested in and those topics. And and then the flip side of that is start releasing the ones from the, you know, connections I made from the past that was that past life. It's not that there's anything wrong with these people, but it's like, I'm not in those conversations anymore. Yeah. And I don't want to be, you know, that's not where my interest is. Um, exactly. So those probably would be some good steps for yeah. me to enjoy LinkedIn I, some more. I love the way you write. You're a great writer. And it you, you if you could bring yourself to do it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, maybe this is great. You know, if you've learned you can get, get rid of a few people, then, mm -hmm. um, you know, bring more of your, we need more of your wonderful hsp wisdom in the world robbie thank you Phil. Uh, oh, my friend. you're going to get rid of people that just like you say they're no longer sparking joy for whatever reason then maybe you'll be freer to post because they're gone and don't feel bad about that you know it's it's your network i think some people i am connected to some from not everybody from my past but some um but a good thing to do is unfollow people. So some people are generally good. You never know how they could, you know, help each other down the line. And um, so I didn't delete everyone from like my past career. I kept some, but I have unfollowed them all. 
because I'm not interested in their content and that sounds harsh but I used to be in shipping finance which bored me to tears at the time and it absolutely bores me to tears now so I don't need to see tankers on my feed or you know I'm just not into it so um, everyone is unfollowed and I don't feel bad I only follow 10% of my network if not less so my feed is just constant inspiration from people that I like, you know, so that's a good thing to do as well. So if you're on the fence of, oh, I'm not sure to delete you, you can keep them, but just unfollow their content. You that's know? a great tip. Great but tip. Thank you. Yes. I, I'd always wondered what the difference between follow me and too. connect me too. was. So <laughs> yeah. if you're not, if you're connected to them, but you're not following them, you're not going to see their, their, their stuff in your feed. No, unless you bring in you can feed, see it if you bring up their profile and you scroll down to their activity, yes. you'll find it that way, but you won't see it in the feed. Oh, so you, that makes sense. Like muting people, it's similar um, on Facebook. If anyone's listening on Facebook, you can do that as well. And um, I've done it. It sounds really terrible, but I've done it to my little brother, my youngest brother. Now and again, I've muted him just because we not so much now. But in the past, it was all drunken hijinks, and I'm a big sister, so I'm like, I don't need to be seeing this. So <laughs> I've muted. So I wouldn't feel bad. And if anybody ever says, "Oh, did you not see my post?" I mean, with the algorithm, there's yeah. a good answer. Don't see stuff anyway. anyway. So. Don't feel bad. Just get unfollowing, and yeah, you'll feel so much better. Do a Marie Kondo of your connections, Robbie. Mm-hmm. And it's a good thing to do once a year. I think um, actually it's a perfect time of year, kind of coming up to Jan. And you can actually go into your settings as well in the back end of your LinkedIn, and you can download all your LinkedIn connections to a CSV file. LinkedIn, you kind of tweak, and I, and I can share how to do it if you wanted to attach it to the notes or whatever. Um, but that's such a useful exercise because if you you could have some amazing connections that you've forgotten about because they're not posting a lot of content and mm-hmm. it's like oh my god I need to reconnect with this person and it will also highlight I absolutely need to leave this person off <laughs> brilliant so, yeah. and oh my gosh. if you connect with somebody and you want to see their feed and you want to see what they post you also need to, uh, you either need to follow follow and ring their bell presumably when you connect with somebody you're following them by default okay so okay okay. it's only if you unfollow them you'd have to follow them again and then if you ring their bell it just means you've got you're going to see more of their stuff in the feed it's like taking it another step further so definitely for any business owners on here today I'd advise them to to constantly say ring my bell ring my bell because it just means you're going to show up more in the feed Yes. Otherwise, they're just going to see sporadic things from you. They're not going to see everything, especially, you know, but if they ring your bell, everything will be pushed to them. And, you know, anytime you post, there'll be a notification. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely worth ringing the bell of anyone that you find interesting, for sure. Yes, because you go, you, 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 I've, I've rung your bell and you talk about ringing your bell all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Those it's are just, some super helpful tips, Jen. Thank you so much. Yeah. And. I, yeah, I think that I didn't understand the differences in some of those things. So that's really clarifying. Thank you. My pleasure. I think, yeah, doing a Marie Kondo makes it a lot easier. Um, otherwise, it's just a lot of noise. So you yep. really need to filter it down. So if anyone's like, 
on Twitter. I know I, I've left it, but on Twitter, you can create Twitter lists. Um, so it's the same concept, you know. If you don't organize it, it literally is just a melting point, a pot of like everything. But um, yeah. or you can marry Kondo and like fine tune connections and followers and, you know, company pages follow. It does totally change your experience. And if you don't want to follow loads of people, don't feel bad. Or you don't want to be connected to a lot of people, don't feel feel bad you know you don't have to have 500 plus connections if you don't want to if you want to have a network of 200 um that's really powerful if that's a solid network that you're actually engaging and nurture relationships that can trump a kind of a bigger more diluted network mm-hmm. so oh yeah it's just about learning what works for you because obviously obviously I'm into it so I'm a bit of a nerd so I've got a bigger network but I do know I do envy people with a smaller network as well because I can see the beauty in it uh, of having it cleaner and just more relevant, you know, and more interesting. So, yeah, don't feel like because, you know, lots of people have lots of followers or connections that it means any better. It doesn't necessarily. But I I think the one good thing about HSPs is we are quite discerning. So we're not going to actively want to be connected to shitty people. <laughs> that is right. Well, I think I have I have my next steps for LinkedIn, which is to Marie Kondo my my uh, connections. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, Jen. Thank you. Um, I I, I really, um, you know, you've I I've heard you speak a few quite a few times about LinkedIn, and I've you know today you've said things that I that I haven't heard before. So I really I really appreciate you giving us, especially Robbie and I, some of those hints and um tricks so thank you um is there anything that we haven't asked you that you would like to talk about or say no i think we've had a great chat like yeah, yeah. if anyone is listening and they want to hear more like do check out the hsp summit that i did that both philippa and robbie were on and check out you know reach out to me there were so many amazing speakers on sensitivity and um yeah I've got all the free replays on a resource if anybody wants to reach out but yeah I I can't think of anything the old brain fog <laughs> yeah yeah so in, and if anybody wants to know more about Jen surprise surprise go and find her on LinkedIn um where where she is there go and ring her bell and you'll get all her wonderful uh information and tips and tricks and things and um just to recap because you know we wanted to come and you to come initially which you did and tell us about how you now run your business uh more all the changes you've made in your business um yeah. now you know you're an hsp so you talked about making space so you know not overpacking your uh, your schedule making sure you've got space in there especially after events that are really going to take your energy so maybe a networking event or a workshop or a webinar or something like that make sure you've really got space in there to just sort of like wind down recharge um yeah and you talked about being kind to yourself so yeah which is involved in the uh making space but just generally be kind to yourself because you know Well, why wouldn't we be kind to ourselves? Because we're kind to other people. So blooming, be kind to yourself. So I know I, I, I used to be my own worst enemy, like super hard on myself, that kind yeah. of like perfectionism tendencies or, oh, you didn't get that right. And, you know, beating myself up over things. And now I'm definitely, the older I get, I am being more kind to myself. And things like 
even regular massages I was like oh that's a bit of a luxury now I'm like no it's essential and I I get a monthly massage in my business and it is vital and sometimes I might need to and just you know yeah ju- just giving yourself that self-care and, and I would say with my schedule now I actually work my schedule around like self-care and my gym routine whereas before you know the gym and stuff would have been an add-on or it would have been forgotten oh I'm too tired you know you know now it's like no like this morning I started the day with aqua and then you know then I do certain things and I get going whereas I wouldn't have done that before so now I'm like very much of I need to keep my energy up (laughs) I need my sanity up (laughs) because yeah you can't pour from an empty cup whereas yeah, before that would have been unknown to me. And I think just giving yourself permission to to run your business whatever way you want. And, you know, yeah, just putting yourself first. Yeah. Whereas as much as I love my clients, I probably did put myself second for a lot of the year for our first few years of my business. You know, it was like now I, I'm like clearer boundaries and just, yeah, just making sure I'm working <laughs> before anything else. I love that. But yeah, brilliant. And and we also talked about being in alignment, didn't we? Working with clients that are in alignment because they are going to bring us joy as well and not drain us. And it's just going to make the whole thing a lot more enjoyable for everybody. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's just a totally different experience when you've got a client that, you know, and luckily, I have been very lucky over the last few years I'm getting like pretty much ideal clients all the time but when you don't it is not a nice experience (laughs) it's pretty draining and then it can knock us off kill to a cancer and it can you know it can take a few days to recover and you know affects your energy so I think it's just yeah it's so vital to attract the right people for our sanity as well (laughs) it is it is and you know we've mentioned it a few times self-care is so important yeah Robbie, was there anything you wanted to say before we go? I mean, I just want to say again, I'm so grateful, Jen, for the messages that you put out in the world around checking in with ourselves and being in alignment with ourselves and permission to put ourselves first in our business and to see, like we talked about today, LinkedIn, email, these are tools. These don't have to overtake everything. And all the messages we're getting out there uh doesn't they they don't matter everyone else's shoulds don't yeah. matter what is important is is finding what is in alignment with you and i'm just and i'm so grateful for um who you are in the world like your connector energy is just so lovely and so appreciated um so thank you so much for joining us today it was a really fun conversation thanks for having me ladies and um, yeah no kudos to you for doing the podcast because i think the world needs to hear this and these are on a roll so i will happily connect if i if i can think of any other good guests i'll i'll send them your way amazing thank you you. so much and um for now it's bye from me and bye from me (laughs) and bye from jen (laughs) bye everyone (laughs) thanks for listening to hsb connection If you've enjoyed listening, we'd love you to hit the follow or subscribe button as this helps other people find us. And it also means you won't miss an episode. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you could rate the podcast and share it with anyone you think might be interested. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can also leave us a review.
To get in touch with us, you can email us at hspconnectionpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you with your thoughts and comments on the episodes, as well as suggestions for future topics and guests. We are both HSP coaches and speakers. And to find out more about Robbie, go to robbieleigh.com. And to find out more about Philippa, go to boldhsp.com. See you next time.